What's going on guys? Welcome back to another episode of ECA. Um, we got the original crew here plus Jake. Welcome back. A return. Thanks, I think you I think this is like the third time you've been on third here. Time. So, hey, all right. we're not He's joking season. around when we say you're welcome back anytime. Yeah, you're welcome back. He takes anytime. full advantage of it. Exactly, so. exactly. So uh got a couple of topics we're gonna run through. Um gonna be you know kind of brief on these topics. Everybody's really excited for the, the biggest news at the end. Um, but first off, we just want to give a shout out to Nerd901. Um, we know some of them, you know, some of y'all listen to our podcast and we appreciate that. Appreciate the love. But uh, Don, what did they do recently? They So this past weekend, they held a Twitch charity stream. They were raising money for a Labonis Children's Hospital. And uh, not only did they meet their goal, but they also surpassed it. Uh, reaching uh over five thousand dollars so they stayed up all day all night just you know they were playing video games had special guests uh come over all throughout the day um just playing video games eating talking uh, about the bonds to the hospital um video games all type of great stuff that they were yeah. uh, talking about uh, and then they reached their goal like probably by like the 23 hour mark that's so crazy right that's when they were about to end that's when they uh, reached their goals. So again, congratulations to yes, them. I know that's yes. really, really big uh, for Nerd901 and everybody who was involved uh, with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so just again, congratulations. We hope uh, you guys are doing everything that you can to uh, not just to get the word out there about right. the Bonds Children Hospital, which definitely. is a, definitely a great hospital. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then hopefully, uh, hope you guys do bigger things next year for it. And maybe we might, you know, do a little collaboration with them and you know help doing that I, i've always wanted to do some kind of yeah. charity stream or something i've and, always wanted to just meet these guys right I, yeah. I, are they going to be at the comic-con this I, I don't think so because I, I think nick is out of town right now this week no problem well and also we have another uh charity stream going on a uh, good friend of mine uh caleb he is the collaborated gamer on uh twitter uh we've tagged him in a couple of tweets if y'all haven't seen it but uh he's, he's actually he's doing the gamer yeah but uh yeah he is um he uh (laughs) he actually is doing a uh, charity stream for jdrf which if y'all don't know what that is it's juvenile diabetes research foundation and as you know that's right up your alley yep if you know i have type 1 diabetes um 24 years strong um so this stuff kind of really means a lot to me um just kind of okay um (laughs) this this stuff kind of you know means a lot to me and if y'all want to go donate and help find a cure um that'd be awesome quickly tell them about your tv thing oh uh, yeah um just recently i don't know it was i think maybe a week and a half ago um i was actually on local 24 news um on the television uh talking about you know just my upbringing with diabetes and uh how it doesn't really hold me back in doing what I love and doing what I, you know, want to do. Uh, you know, I work for the Grizzlies. I do this. Um, have a full-time job, so it just, you know, it just doesn't hold me back. And a lot of people, I feel like the consensus of diabetes is, oh well, you can't do this because your blood's gonna go low, or you can't eat this because you know you're a diabetic. So no, that's not true. Uh, we can do whatever we want. So, uh, but yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, this is my second really uh, kind of out there broadcasting um i was on the radio about a month ago talking about the same uh issues and stuff like that so um but again if y'all want to donate um we have put the link into our twitter we'll do it again tomorrow or whenever i think it actually ends tonight so uh y'all can go check out our twitter or whatever see if uh they hit their you know their mark on what they want to do so um yeah so just a little bit of uh news that came out um again we're going to roll through these really quickly i know Dom and I were at Comic and Collectibles here in Memphis, and um, 
it kind of popped over on our phone that it was rumored, but uh, they were in early development of Marvel's uh, Thunderbolts, um, and it has begun. So I don't know really much. I don't know much about uh, the Thunderbolts or that whole realm of things, but uh, it's a new movie. It's a new Marvel film. Um, it's I'm new. A, I'm assuming it's probably like the early development, so they're probably like very early. Probably like looking for people, mm. storyline, all yeah. that. Just like very early development. Mm. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's just. I wouldn't even know who to cast. Yeah, I don't. Mm. Like, I think the idea was thrown out and said, "Yep, yeah, we'll do that." It's a, it's, it's on yeah. the list. Yeah, it's do. on the yeah yeah. yeah. And, and then uh, what were you gonna say? Uh, I was gonna say if anybody doesn't know like who the Thunderbolts are, it's just basically like from what I've read and what I've seen, uh, it's like a group of super villains. Basically, I think their my introduction to them was in the uh, first Civil War storyline of back in. 2006 or like 13 years ago where uh some of the villains were like under i won't say under my control but like they were forced to uh fight on tony's pro registration uh size so it was like green goblin bullseye i think songbird was in it um so it's just basically like a group of super villains so it'll be in- interesting to see like if this actually goes through um how how would they take it like are we gonna see like villains that we've seen like in the mcu so far we're gonna see like a whole new group that we haven't mm-hmm. seen so it's gonna be really interesting to see how they uh take it i feel like with this being an early quote-unquote early uh development this probably won't be until like 2026 i feel mm-hmm. like somewhere around that age or age that area um well, they have plenty of content yeah before yeah oh, yeah they got a list um the next potential talking about um thing is and you know it was funny because Robert Downey Jr. has at well, he actually kind of hinted at this, but he would love to do an Ironheart series. Um, everybody was like, "Oh yeah, you know, Endgame just ended. Of course, you want to do something Iron Man-ish." Um, but it's actually going to be in development soon, um, an Iron Ironheart Disney Plus show. So it's just another show on a great uh, streaming service um, that uh, that we will talk about a little bit later. So I don't know if you guys remember, but like I think ten episodes ago. Maybe when SDCC came out, um, we were going over like what was at the show, and then like a week after, we did another episode, of course, um, and we talked about all the rumors and all the extra shows that might be coming out. She-Hulk was one of them, mm-hmm. The Night was one of them. Then I brought up Ironheart. I remember this specifically, I brought up Ironheart. I was like, you know, this would be a pretty sweet show, but I don't think it'll be a thing. You know, they haven't uh, released any news about it, any info, nothing. And I was like, all right, yeah, it's probably just a fan. Just well, like you talking about some... when, uh, when after Far, SDCC. Far From Home came out? Because it was on uh, Far From Home. When he got on the plane and he was looking mm-hmm. at something to watch, mm-hmm. it had like... Oh, yeah, that's I- right. It had yeah. Ironheart, a Tony Stark story. Did it really? And it yeah. had like discovering Wakanda yeah. and Whoa. this, this, and that. And I know there was something like that when he was... Yep. When they were living to Europe. He was like on the plane, about to take off, and never. He was trying to look for a movie to watch. Oh yeah, and, uh, there was something like that. It was Shoot, like it was like talking it... about Tony Stark, mm-hmm. and uh, it was like remembering his legacy because in MCU he's passed away. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but I thought that was like pretty cool. Like oh, they made all those fake covers for TV shows in the, yeah, MCU, in the MCU. Yeah, but now it's like coming alive, and I would love to see a documentary style, like hour, ten minute movie about Wakanda, but just. Maybe discover. Uh, maybe talking about like the the origins of the place in the mm-hmm. comic book world. That'd be pretty almost sweet. like as if Wakanda is a real place. And yeah, doing a, a documentary on it and, st- and just stuff like that. They incorporate all that. Yeah, stuff. That, yeah. That's, that's pretty, pretty cool. Neat. Um, 
just what we gonna say? Uh, going back to uh, Ironheart, I see some people on Twitter. You know, they're saying like, you know, how is Ironheart gonna work if Tony Stark is not in the picture? Because in the comments, Tony Stark was like her mentor. Yeah, mm-hmm. like that's who she looked up to. So now I think a lot of people are saying like maybe a uh, Rhodey can be stepping Ooh. in at that role because Rhodey hasn't had like. He has had a role in the MCU, but it's just not as big. Or yeah, he has had yeah. like a mentee. He's definitely been that B-list like, mm-hmm. like hero he in the more. movies. Yeah, I agree. So, uh, so they're saying like some fans were coming up with like maybe Riri can be like you know, uh, Rhodey's niece or something like that. Mm-hmm. Which maybe it can work, maybe it can't. I think he should be like a mentor. Saying like now he's like hands on, like how hands on. Uh, how hands-on Tony was on with Peter. Yeah. Because uh, he was very hands-on. And then Riri, she's basically capable of almost doing anything. Right. So, Rhodey can be like, you know, he could just be like watching over or just coming in every now and then saying like, hey, you okay? Do you need any advice? Blah, 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 blah. Like, mm-hmm. he doesn't have to build like her suits or anything because she can do that she herself. She can do that already, yeah. So, yeah, I can see him being like a mentor uh, to uh, Ironheart if this were, you know, to come true which right. i would like to see so exactly it'll be interesting to see what happens yeah um just uh darren touched on these characters a little bit or, or you know a few minutes ago um she hulk miss marvel and moon knight have all been confirmed by kevin feige that after their debuts on disney plus so i'm assuming after their series is over uh, i wouldn't think like the after the first episode but he did say that all three of them will be in future marvel movies so jake and i don't know if we asked you this while we were here if this news broke or However long, but <laughs> out of those three, She-Hulk, Miss Marvel, and uh, Moon Knight, which one are you most excited for? Oof. Uh, I'm probably going to have to go with She-Hulk because that's one that I know most out of those three. Yeah. Uh, as for the other two, like, I still, I'm anticipating all three movies, but mm-hmm. for sure, She-Hulk, uh, That'd be pretty that's interesting. only just a personal preference for me. Right. Yeah. I, I you know, I know, um, slip in my mind. Uh, actor you know, plays Bruce Banner. Mark what? Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo. Ruffalo. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Mark. Um, Not Ed Norton. No. But we forget those. Uh, I know he said that he would love to be in like a cameo in the She-Hulk shows. Mm-hmm. Um, that'd be pretty cool. I don't know. Well, he has to like play an actual role, role. because he actually like gave you know his blood to his cousin. That's mm-hmm. how she becomes a She-Hulk. So he has to play like a not pivotal, but he has to be in like the first episode or two. Basically, I, yeah. I think I think Mark Ruffalo or someone on Twitter said that like I can see Hulk as being a mentor. I think it was Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, yeah and I and I remember we all were saying that, uh, or at least I was. I think we all agreed we, on yeah, it. Yeah, after then. the uh, you know maybe like maybe two episodes or immediately after Endgame. We were talking about the future of Hulk and what he has in MCU because mm. most of the original Avengers are uh, passed Darn. away or moved on. And he's like the last person who's like involved because like Hawkeye, he's alive, but he's retired. Mm. Uh, you know, Cap Tony, is old. Cap is old. Tony and uh, Thor Natasha. is off doing his own thing. Yeah. Do, uh, Tony and Natasha, they passed away. So he's like the R. only. Yeah, he's like the only original member that's still semi-active. But even then, with his injury with the Infinity Gauntlet, which is, I would assume, not just something he can heal like that. Mm-hmm. He can definitely, uh, he definitely has seniority when it comes to uh, rankings. Yeah. Like, who, who's going to take over what? 
mm-hmm. and he can definitely mentor the new Avengers, you mm-hmm. know, like Spider-Man and Shuri and um, Kate Bishop and all that. And I think, and when Mark Ruffalo said that, I was like, oh, that's exactly what we were thinking. Yeah. That's exactly like what we want him to be. Exactly. Uh, yeah, that, I mean, it makes more and, sense. And it would make total sense for him to be exactly. in She-Hulk. Exactly. So Kevin Feige came out um, and said, you know, uh, he had a couple questions about... Um, this new movie coming out, The Eternals. Um, uh, just a little bit of background on it. Um, it's going to be like the very first of the Marvel existence, really, or superheroes, super, all this, you know, uh, superpowers and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. And actually, fun fact, if y'all didn't know this, there was actually a, I don't, I don't know if it was, I don't, I'm pretty sure it was a like a dead bomb, but there was a bomb from World War Two on this cast, like on the set of The Eternals. If it's Eternals. from World War II, I don't think it's still I mean, it does, I don't think what are so either. I don't, I don't think so either. Like, but I remember I was know. telling Christian this when we heard about it, and I was like, "They don't even need pyro. They don't even need. They just pyro light things. it. Yeah, they just light it and then run." So <laughs> there's, some, <laughs> there's some sea mines that are still active. Yeah, sea yeah, mines. Sea mines. I know that yeah, for sure. From like World War Two. So, uh, but Kevin Feige basically came out and said that this movie, The Eternals, uh, is going to be a very big and very expensive uh, movie as it's going to push the genre moving forward for um, you know future. MCU movies and such. So I just want to get uh, just a small opinion from y'all. Um, what should we expect from this movie? So uh, like, I, I mean, like, should we expect a storytelling movie or like an action pack? I think it's going to be storytelling most likely because this is this is about uh, like the creation of. Basically, yeah, superheroes in this universe. Kind of so, like the Big Bang. Not many yeah. people have heard of it. Right. They've already been there since the Big Bang. I think right. one big thing we can expect is a little bit of context. What is going on? Of course, what's going on, but a little bit of an introduction. Mm-hmm. We didn't really need that much of an introduction to to meet with characters like Iron Man. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of an intro. You still had your intro. It was yeah. it, the movie was. It was more of an intro to Tony Stark. It didn't treat us like idiots. Uh-huh. They knew that we knew he was a billionaire playboy. They yeah. they we they, they already had a sense. But for Eternals, I think they're such a. It's like Guardians. They need yeah. They need Eternals in some way to connect with us. We a lot of people didn't understand or even know or even heard of the Guardians and they needed a way to get that to connect with fans that had never heard of it. Only the hardcore people really knew who they were. And so of course they use comedy. They use comedy to really gravitate fans to, to well, like in the Guardians. I think they're gonna have to use I don't know if they're gonna use comedy, but they have to use something. There needs to be something with the turtles that's gonna make us like yeah, it. Because, because if you just do a normal turtle story and treat us like we should already know who they are, I don't think it's gonna work that well. They need something to grip fans that really are are really I think we can I can speak for a couple of us. A lot of people and I think some of us so well, when we see the Eternal movies, this will be our first introduction to the Eternals. Yeah. I don't think you've read any Eternal comics, have you? No. Or seen any shows Mm-mm. or really know any context. No, so this movie really needs to show us what this thing is, Eternals, yeah. these people. Mm-hmm. What is it about them that we're supposed to like? What is it about them that's supposed to make us like them? What's going to grab us towards them? Exactly, because like, we're like learning them. these characters. Yeah. For the first time, we're going to see them. So there needs mm-hmm. to be something, and I think they're going to try to use... I don't know what they're going to use, but mm-hmm. there has to be something that's going to make us like it. It could be the next Guardians. We don't know. That'd be- well, uh, I was going to say, the thing, the reason why Guardians uh, is so loved now is because everything went right for them. Like, the casting, mm-hmm. I can't see anyone else being Rocket other than... Well, that's the thing. That's what I think this is going to... We already have known some of these movies that are coming out with, like, Shang-Chi. Eh, kind of the same thing with Shang-Chi. We're going to have to learn a little bit about mm-hmm. him. 
But uh, some of these other movies with uh, Miss Marvel, and I'm speaking more or less for the Disney Plus shows with She-Hulk and stuff, all these new characters, we've heard of them. Right. Maybe we not, might know about them, but I feel like with Eternals, a lot of people have never actually heard, heard of, of them. This is yeah. like literally brand new, and I feel like the Eternals is the 2019 Guardians of the Galaxy when yeah. 2014 came uh, out. That, so yeah, that's a good yeah. It's the new Guardians is what I'm thinking. It's a group of people that we've never heard of. Yeah, and... Um, that's very deep in Marvel lore. Very yeah. deep. Yeah, and I was gonna say like, uh, what made them unique was like the directing style because James Gunn he loves his music. Mm. So whenever I think of Guardians, I think of that you know seventies, eighties, uh, you know mix of like hits, and uh, I can't go and see Starlight without his little uh, Walkman. Mixtape. Oh, yeah, yeah, Walkman. Uh, yeah. Walkman mixtape. I think he got like a MP3 player. Yeah, uh, Zoom. Of, you got the Zoom. Yeah, yeah, which is like Microsoft's version <laughs> of the uh, whatever the Apple had, the uh, iPod. 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 Yeah. How do you forget? I don't know. It's iconic uh, in American history. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, like the the style of it is very concrete with Guardians and with Eternals. Man, they are uh, very important, and I don't even know if they know about the events of Earth. Like, I wonder if that will come into play. Like, the humans or Earthlings or mm-hmm. like special and maybe secretly they've been making moves and protecting yeah. us against stuff we, we don't even know mm-hmm. like because their responsibility i mean i don't want to downplay the avengers it, the avengers stuff is like small compared yeah. to them with the exception of thanos but those guys they have to deal with a lot more stuff than we do and mm-hmm. it's like captain marvel you know but times eight because there's yeah. like eight of them yeah where they go planet to planet world to world like they go to planets as people in the Avengers go to rooms. They just, yeah. go, they just. So I would assume that the budget for this movie would be way more because. Oh yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Creating a new world, a new planet, it's much more expensive mm-hmm. than having one set. Mm-hmm. They're gonna. Like the I feel like with Eternals, because if you don't know, like Eternals were like started off kind of like dinosaurs for you know life forms on Earth. Yeah, they've probably so they've been, been here, there since the Big Bang. Like, they've been here mm-hmm. since, for thirty thousand years. Yeah. So that's a while. So I wonder if they start them off in like the prehistoric time. And I know they've mentioned, they've kind of like hinted at them they've in different movies. Like I know yeah. um, in um, Guardians One when they were talking about because they had the uh, the Power Stone, mm-hmm. they were talking about it to with the Collector, and he was like, you know, many many years ago when all these were made, and he kind of had a little. You know, if you go back, oh, he kind of opened yeah. it up. Remember that that scene? Yeah, and, and they're the all Power Stone. Yeah, Boom. yeah. That was, I mean, that they kind of hinted at that. And then in Spider-Man Far From Home, they were talking about, you know, uh, what was going on with, like, um, you know, mythological creatures and stuff. And if you pause at a certain area, you see, like, this the Eternals kind of just standing there. So, you know, you got to catch it at the right moment. But, um, but yeah, I think the Eternals is going to be a great movie to kind of grab us and start a new phase. So what you got for us, Dom? All right, so Oscar season is coming up uh, shortly, and Disney mm-hmm. has released a uh, four-year consideration for Avengers Endgame. Uh, it's a lot that they have released, especially with their actors, so I'll just read off to you what they have uh, for your consideration. So for uh, they want to be considered for Best Picture, uh, Best Directors for Anthony and Joe Russo, uh, best Adapted Screenplay with Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFeely. 
and bear with me on this list right here best supporting actor Robert Downey Jr., Chris Evans, Mark Ruffalo, Chris Hemsworth, Jeremy Renner, Ooh. Josh Brolin, Paul Rudd, and Don Cheadle. Let's Best Supporting Actress, Scarlett Johansson, Gwyneth Paltrow, Zoe Saldana, Karen Gillian, and Brie Larson. Uh, Best Cinematography for Trent Opelage. I'm, I'm butchering your name. Uh, Best Film Editing for Jeremy Ford and Matthew Schmidt. Uh, best production design, best costume design, best makeup and hairstyling, best sound mixing, best sound editing, best visual effects, and of course, best original score. So, great score. Great yeah. Movie. So I think I think off the bat, Alan Silvestri will get nominated. I hope he wins the no, Oscar. He for definitely the score. will mm-hmm. get nominated without a doubt. Yeah. Like, and I would say the visual effects too. Yeah. I would mm-hmm. say they should win it. Yeah, like visual I not, effects. I have not seen a movie as big as Endgame, like that big of a budget, and mm-hmm. and it still looks like crisp, clean. Like Avatar. Yeah. It looks like I would say the last <laughs> the last eight minutes of the movie, the final battle. It was like pure movie magic it was like the stuff that you would see like at disney world like that feeling you would get yeah it was like magical in a way of like how it looks so beautiful Mm. like it looks so awesome and i'm 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 hoping they win it they deserve it Mm -hmm. for visual effects now i want to hear you guys' opinion on like the acting categories because i know it's a long list I know Robert Downey Jr. said he doesn't want to be considered for it. I like, think Disney just as, like as far as acting, you know, I can't really jump too much into it because mm-hmm. I feel like they all did a fantastic job, right? Yeah. As far as acting goes, um, I don't think any of them would win it. But as far as a nomination, I would give it to RDJ, uh, Robert Downey. I, I would give it to him. I, I think I out think, of all of them, RDJ has the best chance of winning. Right, but mm-hmm. at the same time, I just don't see him actually being nominated. There's yeah. realism, and then there's what we perceive to be real. Right. And what we want to be real and what we perceive to be real is that he should be nominated. That's what we expect. That's what we think. But the, as, as I think reality sets, I don't think he's going to get nominated. I don't I think agree. anyone is going to get nominated for Best Actor. Yeah, and then especially with supporting actress, I mean, all of these actresses, they had like limit, except for Karen Gillian, she had limited screen time. Sorry, Brie Larson, she was only in it for like maybe She already got one. She already got one, so she did. <laughs> so she did. I think, other than RDJ, Propaganda, I don't think he'll get nominated, in my mm-hmm. opinion, but I hope he does. I think either Jeremy Renner or Josh Brolin has a, a interesting has a shot. Yeah, I would. I would nominated. say Josh Brolin. Josh uh, Brolin. He made. He, he should have got nominated for Infinity yeah, War. Yeah, in really I've said this before, and I'll say it again. Infinity War was Thanos' movie, yep. and the Avengers were the antagonists. Mm-hmm. He was the protagonist. Not that they're bad guys, but they are the people that were opposing the main character. Yeah. Because I believe that the main character of that movie. Was Thanos 100%, 100%. because it was like, man, you just learned about him. You learned about you know him and and Gamora, and mm. you learned about his whole philosophy about why he's doing what he's doing. It's not just another villain. Oh, I want to take over the universe. He has like a thought process behind it. And in at the beginning of Endgame, you see that he was at peace. He only wanted to do what he wanted to do because he believed that it was right. And every good villain is the hero in their own story. That's yep. how you write a good villain. Yep. So, in my opinion, Josh Brolin definitely should be nominated for it. And he should be up there with, like, Joaquin Phoenix's Joker and mm-hmm. some other actors I can't think of on the top of my head. But, yeah, he definitely deserves it. And I said Jeremy Renner because 
he actually had a strong performance in Endgame. He was oh, yeah. probably like one of my favorite actors in that movie. Yeah, his story arc was really good. Mm -hmm. And so yeah, and then he's also an Oscar-nominated actor himself too. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I, he does have like a good shot, but it wouldn't surprise me if he did get nominated mm -hmm. uh, for it, Endgame because yeah. he was he was one of the best actors in that film in my opinion. So right, yeah, I mean, and if you notice, every time the Avengers fought, like anyone. He was in one, two, and four, but he wasn't in three. three. They yeah. lost in three. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, so, yeah Hawkeye yeah. is the, the winning he's the, card. He, yeah, he's the key. Yeah, every time they didn't have him, they lost. Every time they did have him, they won. So. He's the key. Mm -hmm. He is definitely go. the key. What's going on next? Uh, so basically what we got is, there. we, we kind of hinted at it when they were saying they were going to make a new X-Men movie and like who they should cast and whatnot. Um, a certain Zazie Beetz, uh, she has come out. If you don't know who that is, that is the actress who plays Domino um, in Deadpool. And she plays, what's her name? In Joker. Yeah, uh, Sophie. Sophie. And yeah, Joker. Yeah, and she plays Sophie in Joker. Oh, I thought you were going to say Atlanta. And so, kind of cool. She said you know, she would love to play Storm in the new X-Men movie, which I think she would fit that role yeah, perfectly. She however, uh, she said, however, she said that she would not want to confuse the audience with her already role as domino in deadpool yeah i mean because, I, I wish i could be an actor but well yeah that doesn't but, make a difference so I mean, I, yeah. in the same way she's already going to be seen as domino well yeah i don't think that's going to work out no but i mean I, I thought that was interesting that she was like you know down to play it which i think she's, yeah i don't know she has a fit i, I don't think it. she fits as good as i think someone else could fit i don't think she's the best option is what i'm saying i'm yeah. saying she could like probably play it. it i think she could play it very well mm -hmm. i don't think she's the best option here's okay. my thing about it um, you like Halle Berry? No, it's <laughs> not even that. And Lies. Yeah, I don't know. You guys might disagree with me on this, but I feel like it should be a dark skin actress. I actually, I, agree. Like, I actually uh, agree. Storm, because I, from someone I would say from Africa, like literally mm -hmm. from, because isn't she like from Africa? Yeah, from yeah. Egypt. That yeah, was so what they showed in Apocalypse. I think that's been like a problem with uh, when it came to casting of uh, the X Men films in the past. Because I had like light skin actresses. And Halle Berry is a great actress. Don't mm -hmm. get me wrong on that. Uh, I think she just didn't get the right I mean, material. Yeah. And like I could see somebody like Angela Bassett. Because I think she was first considered before uh, Halle, Halle Berry. Berry. Yeah. So I could see like Angela Bassett playing yeah, I feel uh, like Storm. Like old, I, yeah, I mean, like Storm. Storm. back in the old X Men days, right? Yeah, in the old X Men days, she was considered uh, to play Storm. But uh, I think she passed up on it. Then they got uh, Halle Berry instead. But uh, I feel like the one you know Fox's X Men, the most recent quadrilogy, hmm. that actress I don't know. Oh her yeah, name. I don't I don't know her name. she was very good. I she liked was her. my favorite. Story. I liked it. Too. Mm -hmm. I also like that her. versions of Cyclops. Oh yeah. man! Like I thought he was Ready like one. I feel Cyclops. like yeah. he Tasha he was like yeah. Because you gotta remember, Cyclops is the leader of of the, uh, the X Men, mm -hmm. and I know at the time uh, in this. Oh, uh, if we're going by that, I think James Madsen had more of a leader. I was just gonna say. Uh, Charles was still leading them, but I feel like he could have had the potential to grow up and lead oh, them. Oh, as a yeah, yeah, because yeah. he was still learning. I understand to grow up and be that. Yeah, yeah. because uh, the uh, the 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 X Men before, right? He was already grown yes. up. Yes, yeah, but this and this is was, before all that. Yeah, yeah. so I feel like he could have had the potential to grow up, and we could see him grow and become. Because you know, I mean, we saw that with Iron Man. You know, literally Iron Man one, he was billionaire playboy, yeah, exactly, exactly. And Iron, and then by the end of like. Avengers 2 he's like one of the leaders he's mentoring Spider-Man mm -hmm. all that you know he's he's a, a changed man so yeah 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 but, but oh you oh, yeah, sorry no. <laughs> no, just, 
Alright, so next topic is uh, going back to She-Hulk and Moon Knight. Uh, they have finally found their uh, lead writers uh, for the show. So for She-Hulk, it would be Jessica Gao. She's mostly known as the writer for uh, Rick and Morty. Uh, one of the writers for uh, Rick and Morty. Uh, so I think that's that's a good choice. I don't know if we're going to get like a Rick and Morty tone. I doubt that we'll get a tone like that in She-Hulk because She-Hulk is more of like a serious character, but she still has, you know, her fun comedic moments uh, from time to time. Mm -hmm. And then for Moon Knight, we have uh, Jeremy Slater. He's the he's the creator of Umbrella Academy, mm -hmm. uh, the show that's on Netflix currently. So uh, these are definitely two good writers uh, that Disney has uh, hired for these shows, uh, and just. Uh, it got me more excited when they announced these rides because they are definitely good rides if you've seen, you know, what they've written. Uh, I haven't seen um, Umbrella Academy in full, but I've seen, like, clips of it. And I can tell that Jeremy Slayer's going to be a good choice uh, to write the Moon Knight television series and with Jessica uh, for the She-Hulk TV series. So, I don't know if you guys know about them that much or the shows that much. Um, but I just want to get your guys' opinion on anything you guys is a good choice or... You know, should they got like somebody else for it? I mean, with writers, I don't really know writers by names. I just know like you know what they've done in future and you know their past projects. I I, I mean, I, I know some writers by names, mm -hmm. uh, but <coughs> Disney hasn't steered us wrong. No, I trust them. Uh, so if they believe that these guys are good writers for these shows, respectively, I will come going with it and. Uh, yeah, I don't really watch Rick and Morty or the other show. They have a good track record, though. But yeah, Rick they, and Morty has a good track record because yeah, a lot of really good fans. It has a lot. Has a loyal fan base for a reason. There's no, they don't just get fans for no reason. They get fans because the show's good. So I, I trust them for the for these shows. Mm -hmm. So what else do we got next? Uh, so more Batman news. Uh, since I keep on coming down, uh, coming up with their news every week. Uh, <laughs> yeah. More casting news, uh, to be exact. Uh, new coming actress, uh, Jane Lawson, has been uh, confirmed to be in the Batman movie. Uh, when she was first uh, casted, everybody was uh, saying that, oh, she's going to play uh, Batgirl, Commission Commissioner Gordon's daughter. Because uh, I, don't guys, I don't know if you guys saw her picture or what she looks like, but she's black. And so everybody thought... No, she's going to play Commissioner Gordon's daughter, but apparently she's going to be playing a original character <laughs> that uh, the director and uh, writers made up for the uh, film. So she's playing like some type of uh, politician. I can't remember the uh, exact details uh, of the character, but she's going to be playing an original character in the film. For the movie? Uh, for the movie, oh, yeah. Okay. So, uh, and so with the actress, uh, like she's new, so this is like her first role ever let me just say she, this well actually you finished I, I don't know if you actually know uh so uh it's her first role that she's ever done she's a uh so this is her debut like this mm -hmm. is her big debut oh, okay. and uh she's a recent graduate of uh juilliard uh so you guys i know juilliard is one of the top creative uh performing arts uh colleges wow. here in this country yeah um and so she's uh Gonna be in the new Batman film, uh, Josh. Were you gonna say something? I was gonna say that she literally just graduated from Juilliard, and for those like he said that don't know, Juilliard is like a very prestigious acting arts kind of school or whatever. A lot of people go there to hone their acting and stuff, you know. And so, it's really incredible because this is literally like getting a job right out of college. This yeah. is her first 
role ever out of college, and That's it's great. Batman. So I, just, I know she's lucky right now. Yeah, it, so it, it's really exciting, and, and and there's something that should be said about that. Think about it. She just got hired pretty much for her first role ever in a big Hollywood movie. At least that's what I'm thinking it's going to be. It tells you one thing. Even though we don't know that much about her, it tells you that she's talented. Yep. Right. Clearly, yep. she has very good talent, and clearly they see something in her that's just, you know, potential. So it's a good thing that, you know, I'm liking this. I'm liking, I really like this trend that we're not really hiring the biggest names in Hollywood. We're hiring people that, or at least the movies that we've been seeing, it's people that are really good at their job. And it's not about who is the biggest name. They're not putting in these crazy actors that are like, big name but they don't fit the role they're looking at other places and other little areas to the point where college graduates now apparently can be hired right out of college because they have so much talent and it speaks a lot of volume because now you're going to get roles with people that you fall i'll put it this way the star wars force awakens they're household names now mm-hmm. but when force awakens was coming out before that no one really knew who these main guys. The only person that actually had much experience, like legit, was Oscar, Oscar Isaac. Isaac yeah. That was about the only one. I mean, b- besides plays, the uh, Poe, Poe right? yeah, yeah. Besides, of course, like you know, Hanum and Leia and all them. But for the majority, the main the three cast. characters, the, yeah, the main characters, they were unheard of. Yeah. And now they're household names. So it's I, th- and they're incredible. They're incredible mm-hmm. actors, and it's stuff like this that makes me excited because now I get to see this new person take on a role, and we've never seen them, but clearly they're talented, and now that's going to jumpstart their career right out of college. I can say the same thing for some of the uh, DC uh, films too, like uh, like some some that were uh, it wasn't their first role, but they weren't just like well known. So like. Take Gal Gadot for example. Like some people might know her from the uh, Fast and Furious uh, series, but now ever since she got the uh, Wonder Woman role, uh, you know her career just skyrocketed. Well, facts. I, I was gonna say I can, you could be saying that for a lot of Marvel movies. True. A lot yeah. of the Marvel main actors either you got their start from Lord of the Rings. Thank you. <laughs> either uh, I have to say that. were small or they yes. had a bad taste in their name. Like Especially RDJ. Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, like, Chris Evans, before he played Captain America, all I knew him was he just played the cocky high school uh, jock. jock yeah. <laughs> not another team movie. Yeah, not another <laughs> oh, Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> oh, I love that movie. I was going to say, wasn't his role for uh, that one crazy? Scott Pilgrim's yeah. The World. Even uh, though yeah. he was like a villain. He was like an exaggerated villain. Mm-hmm. Uh, before. Bozeman. I would say recently they've no, hired. I think big Creed really. That's Michael B. Jordan. Well, I, Michael B. Jordan. Well, <laughs> well, no, I was gonna say recently. We don't all look the same, Josh. I was gonna say recently they've hired big name actors for their movies. Like I knew who Brie Larson was before Captain Marvel. I knew who Chadwick Boseman and Michael B. Jordan were before Black Panther. But Chris Evans, uh, I kind of knew Paul Rudd from like you know. 40 year old virgin and stuff like that like anchorman anchorman you know i i kind of knew uh i didn't know tom holland at all yeah I, he did this one movie about the, the tsunami that hit yeah the impossible. oh yeah i remember that i remember that was he was like, like a even then, even <laughs> then, and i never knew it was him until i looked back i was like wait a minute Same. exactly yeah and i don't no, think nobody movie. knew uh chris hemsworth either i think yeah no, and he was new no he was he was relatively i think new. people yeah. knew more his brother yeah he was mm-hmm. with like doing the disney channel stuff with like miley cyrus yeah. Like yeah yeah and you know even uh you know like i knew who josh brolin was before thanos but but him being thanos him being thanos is like another trophy to his career and these uh you can't People can't bash superhero movies. Like they can make mm-hmm. you big if you know what to do. If you're good at it, and just like Josh said, 
I'm glad they're not focusing on just having big name actors. Uh, if they recognize talent, they're going to hire them. It doesn't matter their experience. If they can prove it to you. Mm-hmm. Um, because at some point, experience can only get you so far. You need to have some hidden talent inside of you to push yourself. So, yeah, I'm, I'm glad uh, she got hired. And I'm, I'm hoping this movie gets her, uh, you know, like... Uh, uh, established in the acting world like for other opportunities absolutely so uh before we you know go into our big topic um i think we all here at eca and jake included um want to take a moment of silence for the late great stan lee um Ah. it's been a year now um, yesterday right yeah yeah, the 12th of november um was a year that we lost a great man um pretty much someone who kind of introduced all of us and made us love these you know these characters that um you know have pretty much been household names uh nowadays so we're just gonna take a moment and yeah all right so basically um on the 12th um we got some big news everybody was kind of ready for it um and i think everyone has it at this you know, no, table. Christian is the only one that I don't think I'm has getting it. it tomorrow. Oh. Okay, well, you're getting it tomorrow, so the you already team. have it. You can do a free trial right now, though. Yeah, I know. Josh told me, but if, <laughs> even if I do it now, I'm not going to watch you do my game home because I got a test uh. tomorrow. So I'm going to go sleep anyway. So I'm not going to. So you're not going to have it. There's yeah. no point in you're wasting a day. The day. Yeah. yeah, I'm just going to do it tomorrow, like I said I was, anyway. Right. So. So, so if you didn't know. know what we're talking about, Disney Plus is out. Yeah, um, if you haven't been listening to our episodes. Yeah, if you, you don't know, know we're, we're all excited about this. Yeah, no. definitely the biggest news for this episode. Exactly. I know when I downloaded it, I probably had like two hours before I could even watch anything. Yeah, I, I would assume um, I would insanely because the yeah. uh, the influx of people. And it's I mean, still it's, a the little. Servers are like very. Yeah, it's still. I was watching um, the original X Men um, animated series, and it was like every time an episode ends, it would take me back to the home screen, yeah. and then I had to click again, like click mm-hmm. the episode. Like uh, there are a couple features that I don't like about it mm-hmm. off the bat. I don't like how because I'm so used to Netflix. Netflix, and the yeah. way they do it is it'll sh- it'll have a little red bar at the end to know mm-hmm. okay I completed this episode, and so when I'm watching a series like with Mandalorian and stuff that doesn't really matter because it, it goes each week each, yeah. or each couple days they'll debut a new episode, but for reruns like I'll say '90s animated Spider-Man, that and like Star Wars: The Clone Wars, mm-hmm. which I'm re-binging yeah. over again, with those shows there's so many episodes I think Spider-Man has 65 total episodes. And they don't do it. That one, they don't. You know, the Spider-Man series, animated series, has five seasons, I believe. Yeah. It's all categorized under season one, mm-hmm. so it's not fully accurate. And the first episode is actually episode ten from season three, so that's inaccurate. Oh wow. Yeah. Hmm. Which is not a big deal if you if you've already seen this, you already catch it off the bat. But for those that don't know, it's gonna be kind of confusing because it starts you out in the middle of a random episode. Over, yeah. So, um, that's an area they need to make that fixed. Uh, but. Bef- but beyond that, there's something that's really annoying, and it's going to really annoy you if you watch reruns. You're going to catch it really quick if you're used to Netflix. Is when you finish an episode and you're going through all these episodes and series, the little red bar at the end of it, you know that you, you know that you've seen it. You know it. you've already watched it. You yeah. know you've seen it, so you know exactly where to continue. Mm-hmm. And when you do that, it'll already resume to the point where you left off in the video. Right. There've been several times where I have to when I'm watching mid episode of the Clone Wars and I mm-hmm. stop because I'm in class or something like that. Yeah. And when I come back and it relogs me into the site and stuff, I don't it's I forget there. what episode I'm in. It doesn't mm-hmm. tell me which one I finished. Right. And when I click on the episode, it restarts it sometimes. Yeah. Which is a little bit annoying. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes it, uh, it did work. Sometimes okay. it did take me, but there was two or three times where it started me from the start. I think most yeah, because I know done that for me. Yeah, 
Because I had problems with it too, but like once I go back to the episodes, it starts like right back where I uh, yeah. left off. I haven't had problems. But at the very least, you don't know which episode you left mm, off at right. unless yeah. you're paying attention. And mm-hmm. I don't like that because I've been spoiled with Netflix telling me where I left where off. Where you left off. Even from, yeah. Hulu, when you get back into the app, it'll say like resume where you left yeah, off. Yeah, and not right. only that, it'll bring you right uh, back I'm also it. used to the continue watching. Yeah. So yes. like Netflix will say like, oh, these are the last things you've been watching. Continue. continue. They don't yeah. have that. It's, no. you got to re-find it, and I don't like that. you so got to go through. Yeah, I hope they make were. an update to where those things are modified. But then again, it's like it's their streaming service. They don't have to copy Netflix. Right. But I like that part about Netflix. It's very convenient. It's very quick. You don't have to search around and stuff. Right. So I just I I just think the whole thing is beautifully set up. As far as content, the content's great. Yeah. Yes. But I think those little nitpicks mm-hmm. are, are the difference. Of course, between- you know, of course us, you know, as a group and like other fans out there, you know, everybody's gonna nitpick at something. Like Yeah, but I think those nitpicks are very it's oh, not no, like I'm I, just yeah. like, Oh, I don't no, it's like very yeah. it's very convenient. I tell you, if that actually if they fix that it, it's it's not even like Netflix thing. Hulu and Amazon both have a continue watching. Section. Yeah, continue watching, they and a, they leave you like where what episode you left. Yeah, off. and they have a like my stuff slash my favorite. They section. actually do that. They have that. Yeah, so I guess you would have to use that system to see what instead of refining what you were watching. Yeah, it's just not that convenient. I don't think, but mm-hmm. that's just my opinion. But, I mean, yeah, but it just came out yesterday, and I assume like in a year, the you. whole format's gonna look different. Maybe. Yeah. Like think about Netflix. Remember when that first came out? Oh yeah. It looks way different now than it did before. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they're just gonna uh, op- like you know rework it to to do all that stuff that people will yeah. like. I don't like that. I don't like this. Yeah. I, I really I really encourage those that get Disney Plus. I know we're all big Marvel fans. I, I encourage you to take advantage of a lot of the a things that they have. Things, yeah. Like me and Christian, we're about to watch the Jeff Goldblum series. It's on mm-hmm. the National Geographic page. Yeah, take a chance. Like it might be really fun. I know there's like Gordon Ramsay that me and and, and Darren were kind of geeking the out Uncharted. about. Uncharted. Because we yeah, and he goes around different places of the world trying their food. It's a brand new series. So he goes to like like Hawaii. Is one yeah, of the not yeah. And he he goes and he figures out. I don't know. I haven't seen it all yet, but things like that. Look, trying to broaden, you know, make those seventy dollars that you spend or six, right. whatever you're spending, then, make on, it worth it. On top of that, National Geographic and uh, Star Wars, Marvel, yeah. Disney, uh, Pixar, all that. You there's a package where you can get Disney Plus. ESPN Plus and Hulu, and Hulu for like yeah. what five more bucks? Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm gonna do that now. later on. When like whenever we, me and my girlfriend end up, you know, living together, being married or whatever, I think that will kind of be the new trend is getting those bundles instead of getting uh, the cable. Yeah, yeah the whole and, getting and, cable. and getting that with Netflix, with Amazon, with Spotify. If you want to just throw that in for fun, and even like two or three more sites. That's all cheaper than buying basic cable. Yeah, basically, where yep. you have to run through commercials. I was actually talking to my parents. We have direct TV. Yeah. Uh, I'm only telling you this because of the context that we're at. Yeah. I think they said they they spend 180 a month on cable, and partially that's the reason. The re- partially the reason is because we have all the channels, mm-hmm. movie channels as well. A lot of people. So you got like HBO, stars. Yeah, Sundays. all that stuff. We also have Spanish channels because we're mm-hmm. Spanish. You know, when we family, they want to watch Spanish TV. So we also have Spanish channels and the sports channels as well. Mm-hmm. So all that combined, I mean, I wouldn't pay for a lot of those channels. $180 is still a lot, and it's yeah. a lot more than getting uh, Disney Plus, Netflix, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I was going to say, because I have DirecTV too, but I don't have like all the premium channels. I think the only movie channels that I have is Stars, and that's it. I can't remember how much our bill is. I don't pay it. But uh, <laughs> Stars is just $17 a month. Yeah. So, But even uh, then, even if you just want like HBO right. for a show they're on or a, a 
stars for this, a show that's, that's on stars. I would assume that getting that would be cheaper than getting this whole cable and then there's right. commercials. And on top of that, I think that the only reason I could think of that someone would still have cable, like maybe a year ago or two years ago, was for sports. Exactly. But That's now, the only reason why I was going to get it yeah, is because of sports. Yeah, but now it's like it's with this bundle, which is great. You can watch that with Hulu and Disney+. Well, Plus. not all of them. There are some games yeah. that's on TNT. Yeah, mm-hmm. and ABC, exactly. TNT, yeah. So yeah. that's going to be a little bit difficult, but I can think I can manage with ESPN+. Plus. I don't know if ESPN+, Plus offers you to watch games. I think they... Uh, so what ESPN+, Plus offers, they offer everything except for NBA and NFL. <laughs> Wait, so man. There's no so point in me getting it. All right. Yeah. That's the two things I watch. Hey, man, MLB, though. But if you guys like the UFC, you get no UFC channels. Oh, no. tennis, though. Oh, That's but you still lame. have to pay on top of those UFC channels. PGA. Oh, yeah, for the pay-per-view. Yeah. 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 Oh, oh, no, I'm not getting yeah. the bundle anymore. Thank you for telling me that. I know. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, still, though, it's there. I was describing this with my friend today, and he was like, should I get ESPN Plus like with the Disney Plus bundle? And I'm like... That's what I have right now, and honestly, I cannot recommend it at this current time, uh, just because my personal taste in sports, you know, I like football, I like basketball. What ESPN Plus offers is, like, they have original content, too. I don't know if you guys know about, like, 30 for 30. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have all the episodes for 30 for 30. Absolutely. Uh, Which are great. But stuff like, you know, they have golf, they have tennis. So they don't have, like, uh, first take? They don't have get up? In the morning, they. I don't think they have those. Oh uh, no, I'm not getting it. If That's you guys are, if you guys are into thinking. fantasy football, they have uh, yeah. those tools the for tool, that. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, not I even, can't really uh, see myself using it. Not as even much. like the jump or anything like that. No, uh, nothing like that. No, it's basically like all of it's like. Other like C C tier. Yeah, sports. exactly. That's so weird. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like that, man. Because I watch like I watch all this stuff on YouTube when I'm mm-hmm. watching. Uh, uh, first take in the morning because that's what I drive on the way to school. I listen to that, and at the very end they'll say thank you very much for watching ESPN on YouTube for more highlights. But yeah, I've basically memorized that thing. Yeah, uh, I I already anticipate because it's Stephen A. saying it yep. that it's gonna be football and basketball, and I've considered getting it. But now that I know that, mm-hmm. yeah. at least for now, thank you, thanks for letting me. Yeah, college sports is is different. Like I I will keep up a lot with uh, like college football, college basketball, and stuff. But like. I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah, Can we I'm, talk about the Mandalorian now? I mean, yes. I was going to so. ask real fast. Go ahead. What are y'all's avatars? Avatars? avatars. Oh, thank, that's a good question. Oh. Go ahead, Josh. I, I know a lot of people have been struggling with uh, picking their avatars, and yeah. I've got mine down pat. I didn't so even know there were avatars. Go ahead, JT. Tell us your avatar. Thanos. Thanos. Uh, Mine was torn between three. It was between Darth Vader, because mm-hmm. he looked really cool. He yeah. does. Darth Vader. Oh, man. Uh, Iron Spidey. Oh yeah, and Thanos. Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't guess, go with the Iron Spider. Wait, I, I gave you three choices. Which one did I pick? Iron Spider. I picked Iron Spider. <laughs> yeah, nice. I was out right now. I just couldn't help it. I was like, I, I'm gonna change them. Yeah, uh, I interchange them because I would like to have all. I, I might even throw Ariel in there from Little Mermaid. Pause. Just <laughs> a little something. Yeah, you know, what? just switch it up a little bit. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, hit us with that uh, Mandalorian. What do you got? What What are your man? It was. I think we can. Those that we have seen it, we could, we're gonna go with a small non spoiler. Who, who's seen it? I've Jake seen has seen it. it. Oh yeah. yeah. And are you gonna end up seeing it, JT? Eventually. 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 I will say this. Let me just say this. Uh, I don't know if I'm speaking for myself. I think the Mandalorian is a fantastic intro to the Star Wars universe if you've never seen him, oh, because yes. there's no character except kind of towards the end. I think we can. Uh, yeah. You kind of need to know some Star Wars, Just but a bit. if you're if you're not that was my first if question. If you're living in a rock, I think you can pretty much guess who the end is when you see it. Oh uh, yeah. But anyways, 
it's a great introduction to Star Wars because there's no characters in there that are that have been Prominent. These are yeah. all new characters. Now, this isn't even Boba Fett. This is just a Mandalorian. We don't well, even know his name yet. Well, a little spoiler they had. We, we do now. Oh, yeah. Have you seen that article about it? Oh, I think uh, I know. Pascal, yeah, that like, he revealed it. Yeah, just a little bit, but it's not officially out. But you know, <laughs> if you go looking around the internet, you can kind of see what they're going towards with his name. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. Anyways. By the way, guys, if you guys don't know, the Mandalorian is played by Pedro Pascal. Yeah, he's yeah. from Narcos. He was oh. fantastic. Uh, and I can hear his voice through when he's talking and stuff. Because yeah. I've seen so much Narcos that I can hear his <clears throat> voice. But I recommend this show if you haven't seen any Star Wars. It's a really cool spinoff that doesn't correlate with the canon it is part canon it is canon but it doesn't uh affect the canon this isn't going to be like marvel mcu where you have to watch disney plus to get this this isn't like that so it's really cool it's like a space western and uh all the reviews have been saying the same thing and i basically agree with all of them it's it's very uh different the music is actually the same guy that did uh venom yeah gornson did uh black Black panther Panther. yeah exactly so school winner very very good score i like uh, both soundtracks he's yeah. a very proven uh music person i don't know what their names are composer composer, composer sorry <laughs> he's proven and this is one of the other things he can put in his uh backpack his satchel right. so <laughs> so you don't so like for people like i mean i've seen star wars people 10 years like, ago. i mean Boomers. even just people that yeah real people that haven't seen it what was your question like so like i haven't seen it in 10 years dom hasn't ever seen it yeah can we just pick it up tomorrow and then automatically pick like, it up right now? Are you kidding me? Like, it's like, like it. if we picked it up right now, if I turn yeah. on an episode, yeah. I, w- I like, there's no reason for me to well, watch. You it won't else. understand some references, and oh, this will be a very like, yeah. You won't understand oh, Easter eggs were. and stuff. That's what you'll be missing out. Well, on. he will, cause there are some Easter eggs from the original trilogy. So, Home yeah, yeah, but if you haven't seen years. it in ten years, you're not gonna. <laughs> uh, it's little. Well, it, yeah. It's Easter eggs. I mean, but for the most part, yeah, you're gonna. But enjoy you can. The show. I know. I know. You can put it on. I know you know what a stormtrooper looks like. Yes. So you kind of you don't need to know a lot much about them. <laughs> exactly. So the that only thing you would have to know basically is that this is set five years after episode six. So okay. That's about okay. it. Um, but as far as just enjoying the story is what right. I'm talking about. I mean, obviously, you're not going to understand references. And you're not going to understand. All you need to know is open Disney Plus and watch yeah, the but show. To, but to someone that's never that's seen easy. it, they can definitely in- understand the story. Okay. And just understand, this so, is a bounty hunter. This is a story. Yeah. And it's really it's really fun. Goes. So I, I think it's worth it. Cool. Well, to uh, round out what, our... I, I wanted oh, to know oh, their opinions. Oh, oh sorry. Oh, sorry. Okay. Sorry. Wait, yeah. What do you want to know? I mean, what, what did you think about it? Was it... As uh, exciting as you thought, were you kind of bored? A lot of people didn't like the pacing as much because it was just slow. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are very used to this quick Star Wars because of the movies. Yeah. Now this is a very slowed down series that really ingratiates you into this world. I was just curious to know what you thought about the pacing, kind of your vibes towards it. Um, you know, I am a fan of Star Wars, so obviously any more content of Star Wars is good for me. Uh, as for the pacing, I think it did an excellent job setting up the, the universe, the story, new locations all this stuff uh the new characters we don't know much about the mandalorian yet Mm -hmm. obviously so that's they're keeping that secret but with this show it's delving deeper into like the underground business of like all of star wars it it felt like a rogue one yeah it it feels like rogue one it's the same cinematographer from rogue one yeah and he's doing the same cinematography for batman matt reeves batman okay yeah uh the practical effects i thought were amazing oh the puppeteering live action uh, 
if you don't know, it this is only going to be eight episodes, and it's going to be released every what? It's couple like couple days. Yeah, it's not by week. It's because there's two episodes actually that are dropping on Friday. Yeah, so this Friday yeah. the second episode will be out. Um, second and third will be oh, out. Oh, and Friday. third? Yeah, wow. it's two episodes. Okay, yeah, so, nice. Are they not doing weekly? No, that's what I thought. It's like very random, and it'll all be out. Though all the all eight episodes will be fully out by the end December. of December. I think. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Uh, if you're not a fan of Star Wars, I think this is a good place to jump into just to get a feel for it. Obviously, if not with the main line of Star Wars, you're not going to expect lightsabers or anything like that. You're just going to understand, like, the business, the underground, all underground world. Just how yeah, creative Wars. the world is. It's But to understand it all, I mean, that's where you have to start with episode four or one. Um, but I think this is a really cool episode that really takes you in that world and teaches you a little bit. That's what I think. I that's think what he thinks. it was amazing. I loved the first episode. Um, everything was great from like the cinematography to the score. I really liked the composer who did that. Josh didn't know what a composer was. It's okay. <laughs> we all have those moments. Yeah. To the happens to the best of us. But um, I think the costumes were my favorite part. The costumes were literally insane. Mm. Yeah, great costume design. And just how everything played out. The special effects. The you know sound effects. I mean, mm. they made things sound so much better i can't really say what but you'll see if you watch the episode um i mean everything even like jake said the world the new locations everything was just amazing and it doesn't even look like a show it looks like a movie it is just so it's good 10 million dollars so and you know they're not using as much cgi as they, they put, use with the original films right. this is like practical effects this is design. costumes it has an 80 million dollar budget and every episode has a 10 million dollar budget Ooh. So, just keep that in mind. This one was Ke uh, Dave Filoni's live-action uh, director debut. This is the first thing he's ever done, live-action. And I think that uh, Taika Waititi is going to be uh, directing one of the episodes. And I can't remember some of the other directors right now. But the next episode... It was in the first episode. I know one of them was... Uh, I can't remember Oh, John Favreau? Yeah. Not John, John Favreau. Favreau. I remember him. Who had a large part in this, by the way. Mm -hmm. Um... He was supposed to uh, direct the Flash movie, but he dropped out. I can't remember the uh, director's name, but I know he's going to be directing one of the uh, Mandalorian. Yeah, episodes. these all the episodes are directed by different people, and I think it's really cool because they get to all put their own little twist okay. on it. So I think Dave Filoni did a fantastic job for his debut, and I'm excited to see what uh, what these other directors are going to put in that's going to make uh, this every episode stand out. And the great thing about it, Darren, that we can be excited for, is that this is just the pilot episode. This is not going to be the best episode in the series, I think. I think oh, we yeah. can expect a lot better content, oh, yeah. and I am very excited to this see. This is a great intro to the show. Absolutely. Uh, me and Darren were very ingratiated in the episode. We saw it last night, and we were very engaged, and we geeked out at the end. I'll say that. Yes. <laughs> Please I think, I think I if you're a Star Wars nerd, you would geek out when you see the end. Yeah. Big surprises. Well... <laughs> Alright. I guess uh, other than that... Um, I got some more stuff. Go ahead. Don't. I want to talk about some of the uh, Marvel content that they have on there, especially with uh, the Endgame extras. Oh, yes. I don't know if you guys saw some of their uh, deleted scenes. I know... Uh, Amazing. Yes, yeah, so I know there was one like... Uh, of oh, course, yeah. everybody is talking about Tony Stark going into the uh, Soul Stone yep. uh, and talking with his... The Soul Realm, yeah. Yeah, Hannah talking Baker. about with his adult uh, <laughs> Oh, they called him... They called him um, I the, can't remember the, the name of it. That's why I oh, said Oh, no, it's the train... The train... Trainway. Trainway. Something that? like that. Yeah, it was something like that. And... Uh, we finally, way station, the way station. Way station, yes. Yeah. So we finally figured out who the actress uh, was playing because her role was cut from the film. So I thought she was going to play uh, uh, Ant-Man's daughter, but uh, she's playing uh, 
Tony Stark's uh, adult do- 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 uh, daughter. Daughter. I can't say so, uh, so, yes, no, she's playing the adult uh, Morgan Stark, and it was uh, a really emotional uh, uh, scene that they had together. I actually disagree. I thought that was perfectly cut out. I did not like that cutscene at all. Yeah. It was so awkward. Some of the uh, <laughs> scenes on there was, uh, it could have been left out. Another one was uh, where all the Avengers got together the in, kinda, yeah. in the middle of the battle. I was like, oh, okay. I haven't seen that. It's really cool. It's, it's, it's really cool, cool, but I, I understand I see, why. Yeah. No, I wish they should have put that in the movie because every other Avengers movie, one, two, and three, had moments where they're in the middle of a fight and they kind of do like a mini uh round up okay mm-hmm. okay gang what do we do next well the, i know, I, I know the, their main thing was avengers assemble yeah. but at, it was just, this scene was after that scene it was like mm-hmm. they were fighting and obviously stuff was happening in the background and they kind of hurtled up like i don't know some of them not everyone kind of hurtled up it was it was a majority of everyone that's like big named yeah and, and i feel like that scene should have been there because it kind of harkened back to uh, what, Avengers 1, 2, and 3 literally every Avengers mm-hmm. movie even Infinity War had moments where the fight's going on and just kind of conversate alright what do we do next or even make jokes mm-hmm. and I know the stakes were higher in Endgame but you know it's still Avengers they still yeah. they still know each other and they still gotta come up with a plan I think if the movie wasn't three hours long they probably would've held that one in there but also you gotta think like they all congregated in one place, leaving everyone else in the battle just kind of like, uh, okay, guys, what, what's going on? What yeah, doing? like, excuse yeah, me. But, no. I mean, maybe, that happens but, every you know, I, I think when was, you're in the movie, you're not thinking you, that. Well, you've got you to watch it to kind of be like, mm, I, I, I think, think, and then to kind of argue, I would take out some other scenes in the movie. That right, yeah. Time-wise, I'm like, there's some scenes I'm watching, I'm like, that could have well, been cut down well, also, if you, like, watch the director's commentary of it, um, the Russo brothers said that there were Drax, Doctor Strange, Shuri, and a couple other were actually the stunt doubles, and you actually saw the difference. Like the guy, the stunt double who played Drax, you can tell he was like a bigger black guy than you know Dave Bautista's actually kind of like he's not black, but he's also I don't know <laughs> what race he is, but like you can tell a difference. And then mm-hmm. Doctor Strange's character. It was like he a was standing. He was supposed to actually have like direct commentary with Tony in that scene, but he had none because it Benedict Cumberbatch there. couldn't be there during that filming. So it's literally just the back and the side of his head, and he's just like like mouthing and like pointing at Tony. And so it's kind of like mm, we can't use that because it doesn't make sense. Yeah, mm. I will say for the scene with Tony talking to his daughter, mm. it was so it was a great idea, but it, it was just not. I'm so glad they didn't put on there right. because the relationship was already established with him and the little girl. Yeah. The little actress. Mm-hmm. Now you're throwing me Hannah Baker <laughs> from 13 Reasons Why. Yeah. I don't know. It didn't seem right. There was no relationship established. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, it's like we're supposed to believe. Same thing with the Ant-Man when he meets his uh, daughter, yeah. which was in the movie. I thought it was weird. I thought it was weird, even though it was in the movie, because there was, no, there was nothing established there. Mm-hmm. Had it been the little girl... Then we're getting to that because we get it. We've seen them before interacting, having mm-hmm. fun. They have a fantastic relationship, and I'm kind of sad that we're moving on from the little girl because she was fantastic. Mm-hmm. And I, now we're, she's growing and stuff, and, and, and the hug, the crying didn't sell it for me because it was just a new character. And it just felt weird. Same thing with this. Uh, I'll let you speak in a second. Same thing with this. Again, the relationship wasn't established. And at the very end, he gives the creepiest "I love you" to I, I, I was the yeah. creepiest, and I'm so glad he didn't put it because that would have helped. He, he just leaned in and said, 
Bro, it was like <laughs> I love you three thousand. Like yeah, it, it, I yeah. think he like like curved it like that, and it was so. It, it was creepy. almost. Like, it was almost like he was like kind of trying not to try laugh. to flirt yeah, with her. It yeah. was weird. <laughs> it, it was. It, I, I, yeah, it was weird. I didn't like it. So I, I I'm glad they what, cut uh, off. what what should have been better if they were gonna put a scene like that was uh, Tony going into the what's it called like the way station and Wayne's. him seeing uh, a woman growing up with mm-hmm. a husband and their own kid mm-hmm. and you can tell from context that's his daughter, that's his daughter but you don't yeah. see her face you just kind of see the back of her head yeah and they're getting in the car off to the park mm-hmm. and he just like tears up and, and no, like not little... a word is said yeah he just that's it he knows he can die peacefully that his daughter is going to live a fulfill a life mm-hmm. oh and maybe pepper is there as the grandma and he knows that his daughter is going to live a full life and have a husband and a daughter or mm-hmm. son and that's all he needs, and he can die peacefully. That's what if, if I was me, that's what I would have put. No words, no, 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 no sad dialogue, story, nothing. no dialogue, just that. And then he can be like, because he had no words when he died. Yeah. Why yeah. would you put words when he's, you know, just leave it like that. Just leave it simple. That's yeah. what I would have done. Yeah. And then uh, one last thing I want to talk about. I know we're kind of going overboard here. Uh, I don't know if you guys uh, watch uh, one of the extras in uh, the Endgame movie, uh, casting the MCU. That was uh, terrific. I gotta get my flowers. Was too. that the forty-five minute one? No, no, it was, no this one was like, like twenty, 20 minutes. minutes. I yeah. haven't seen that. Uh, one. I gotta get my flowers to Sarah Finn because like she's the casting director for the whole MCU. And just the people that she casted all throughout this time up until today and even down the line, mm-hmm. I even trust her. Like, she's done a pretty damn good job of casting these people as these characters. Yep. And then it was funny, too, because uh, some of the actors, you know, like uh, Chris Platt, Chris Pratt playing uh, Chris Pratt. <laughs> Star-Lord. Playing Star-Lord and uh, Ch- Chadwick Boseman playing um, T'Challa. Yeah. They actually auditioned for other parts. Yeah. yeah. So Chris Pratt, he originally auditioned for Captain America. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and then this one really uh, like, yeah. freaked me out. Yeah. Chadwick Boseman as Drax. Yep. Wow. And then, like, there was actual footage of him, like, Being Drex, yep. Yeah, so he uh, gave yeah. a kind of, like, more, like, a more serious <laughs> tone than, uh, than Dave uh, Batista does. There were some cast photos, too. He looked really buff. Oh, he yeah, he was down. really. He yeah. slimmed down for Black Panther, but he looked. Right. Yeah, like, then, neck muscles and everything. Who who else? Uh, Lupita Nyong'o was going to be, well, audition for Nebula, so we could have got mm-hmm. uh, Chadwick and Lupita yeah, and yeah. Guardians, but. It's better off there. I'm glad it it's worked out the way it yeah. worked out. Yep. And Karen Gillian was, uh, who she auditioned for? Black uh, Widow, maybe? Mm-mm, no. Oh. Agent 13. Agent 13, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Sharon. so, yeah, it was like, the, I saw, I see that Sarah Finn kind of had a plan for them, mm-hmm. like when they auditioned for the original character they were going to audition for. So it's great that she, like, kept these actors in mind saying, like, you know, he would yeah. be better for uh, blah, blah, that's, blah, That's blah, what blah. directors mean by, like, I like you, but this is not the role for you. Right. But I, I'm keeping you in mind, and then later on, she finds a perfect role for them. Yeah, so right. if you guys haven't uh, watched it, I suggest you guys well, watch it. Well, basically, if you haven't gotten Disney+, Plus, what are you doing with your life? Like, go <laughs> yeah, get so Christian, what, are you, you, what are you doing with your life, Christian? Come I'm on. getting it tomorrow. Come on. What are you doing with your life? <laughs> All right, guys. Get it right now. Well, well, we're, get on your no, I'm just playing. Right I'm just playing. Get it when you get it, and <laughs> take full advantage of it. Right. Yeah. So we're about to end it. Uh, thank you for another great episode, guys. Uh, thank you, Jake, again for coming. Yeah. Thanks um, for having me, guys. Always, always. Guys, we will see you at Comic-Con if you go. Yes, yes. Memphis Comic and Fantasy Expo this Saturday. We will all five be there.
So <laughs> Dom's going to be cosplaying yeah, as all, Captain Marvel. Yeah, all five Marvel. of us are going to be there for the first time. Yes. So yeah, come meet us, pay us. Um, what? But I'll, <laughs> but I'll be uh, cosplaying again as Look for uh, a Captain tall, Marvel. skinny, black Captain Marvel. <laughs> a short, fat Thor. <laughs> and an average-sized Joker with yeah, not long We're going to be there for maybe... Ten-ish yeah. till about five. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, all day. Yeah. We'll be there Are you gonna all day. Be there, so. G? Uh, I have to see my schedule. I'm not too sure. I got you. If yeah, I so. can, I'll try. You don't have to nope. stay the whole uh, time either. Where is it, anyway? At the Marriott East on, on the Poplar, Poplar. Poplar. by the uh, Olive Garden. Yep. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. So yeah, uh, we appreciate y'all uh, joining us for this episode, um, and we will be what? Go ahead. Oh, and we will be back next week, uh, same time. Uh, so, and Darren's got one last thing before you. Shout out to my district manager, Drew Smelly. Hey, oh smelly, 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 smelly. All right. Well, I appreciate it, guys. Good night. <laughs> I-